Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. The Tennessee Titans have had a great season this year, but with a recent injury, can they keep their momentum? Get your golden tickets ready for this chocolate shop that's reopening in downtown Nashville. Plus, what passed through the Capitol this past week? We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily. Good morning, Nashville. Good morning, uh, cold weather. Yes, I love it. It's fantastic. <laughs> I walked outside, I did a little dance. I'm like, oh, yeah, cold weather. No, I'm not looking forward to it getting colder. Uh, I'm just going to enjoy this, uh, the nice 70-degree uh, weather during the peak of the day. Um, but uh, just like the, the cold weather, some not-so-good news uh, coming out of Nissan Stadium and the uh, Titans program. Um, this was not really reported on too much until I believe yesterday uh, that uh, star running back for the Tennessee Titans, Derek King Henry, could be actually out for the season, according to Fox 17, due to a foot injury sustained in Sunday's game against the Colts. And the, the interesting thing is, uh, depending on when you're watching this podcast, he actually could be in surgery right now. He could, yeah, he could be. So also, according to the News Channel 5, uh, they had a press conference yesterday, and he's having surgery on his right foot on Tuesday morning. So he literally could be in surgery while you're, while you're listening to this. Yeah, uh, there's no timeline for his return right now. Uh, and, and the Titans have, have had a, 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 a very fun season so far uh, with a few exceptions. And uh, they, they said he may have uh, broken his fifth metatarsal the f- his fifth metatarsal that's the of his worst, foot. Man. That's the worst. Breaking the fifth. Um, is what I don't know what it is. I've probably broken that. I've broken my pinky toe before, so that always sucks. Maybe I broke it ahead. because you're unbalanced um, when you break your pinky toe. Yeah, you can't walk. Um, and that's reported on by Fox NFL's uh, Jay Glazer on that. Um, and and this is that has been a fun season so far for the Titans, uh, because Tennessee have won uh, four straight overall, three straight in the series. And now uh, they they uh, have a lead over the Colts in the AFC South, um, but uh, they're visiting the Rams this next Sunday, and uh, let's hope that they still do well. I know Derrick Henry was a big force in the Titans' offense, so uh, we'll follow up when we know more, when uh, we hear more about uh, the success of Derrick Henry's surgery and possible return, although it's very, very, I think, almost astronomically uh, unlikely that he will return this season. Unless the Titans make it to the Super Bowl. It, and then they, it, bring, it, they, <laughs> they, they bring him back. <laughs> like Bobby Boucher. Bob, Bobby Boucher. <laughs> oh, such a fantastic movie. Uh, you may have gone downtown recently, and you're like, I really want to go to the dessert place. Uh, but one of the primary dessert places in downtown Nashville has been closed due to renovations, and we pass it on every one of our walking tours, and I usually say, this is one of the oldest combination candy bars in the country, and they were the first ones to combine milk, chocolate, peanuts, and marshmallow together to make a thing called the Goo Goo Cluster. The Goo Goo Cluster Shop uh, has been in downtown Nashville for quite a long time, um, but uh, due to COVID, they you know undertook some 
renovations and uh, uh, bada bing, bada boom, and a $2 million uh, renovation later, it is transforming into the Goo Goo Chocolate Company. Oh. Complete with boozy, boozy milkshakes, whiskey, and wine pairings, and also interactive classes. All right, so uh, now visitors will be able to enjoy a whole new experience after undergoing a $2 million renovation. Goo Goo Chocolate Co. is offering interactive classes, a design-your-own confetti station. Confection station. station. A full-service chocolate bar and a retail shop. In addition, guests can choose from boozy milkshakes or whiskey and wine pairings. I've, uh, I've, I've done a lot of tours at Goo Goo where we would do like food tours in downtown Nashville. And so I, I was in their old facility probably over 150 times or so because of all the food tours I did. And I just passed it recently and they took off the little like uh, blinders that blind the windows. And it looks amazing on the inside. Of really? The yeah. It looks incredible. It, it looks like there's actually more space than previously. Wow. And they're going to have that full, like, chocolate bar, which is super interesting. I think that is nice. I'm really excited for it. The best goo-goo I've had, I, I really love the peanut butter goo-goos, uh, but they did this combination. Uh, this had to be, like, two or three years ago, and it was, like, a big goo-goo. Well, not, like, one of the small goo-goos. It was a big goo-goo. Yeah. And it was, like, uh, like Colt's chocolate, I believe. Uh, whiskey, pecans, like it was fantastic. Yeah, and, and you know they are in the heart of downtown Nashville. They're in such a good location, and so it you know it, it really seems like they're they're saying, hey, what are we missing out on with a lot of the uh, the the downtown Broadway scene? And you know they didn't have alcohol before, and so now adding that to their uh, to their menu and to the things that they do, people can now instead of just. Uh, feeling like you can't go on on Broadway and then walk into a quiet candy store uh, to walk around, you can uh, really kind of stay and hang out there yeah. with their chocolate bar, which is pretty cool. Um, and it, it fits more into that downtown scene. Um, and hopefully, they still have like a factory aspect to it, where you can kind of see production and everything. And, and hopefully, that chocolate bar kind of lends itself to being a part of hey come behind the curtain and see how we make this kind of stuff. Well, something that's new. And the interactive classes may help with that, too. That's absolutely true. Something that's new, according to Fox 17, is uh, light fixtures dripping with chocolate. Interesting. I have never <laughs> I have never in my life, besides Willy Wonka, have seen <laughs> something like that. And that's what they're trying to do, is be yep. like a Willy Wonka-type-esque store. Yeah, and this is all coming from Fox 17. So if you want to learn more and, uh, and, and read more about this, we have... Uh, the links in our show notes, NashvilleDailyPodcast.com for that. Uh, now, speaking of food, uh, Stuart, where's one place that you have eaten locally? Yeah, so I had the opportunity to go to Martin's Barbecue. I went to the one on Elliston Place, uh, so right across the street from Oscars. Yeah. Which Oscars is closed on Sundays, so that's why we had to go to Martin's. I always learn that the hard way because every time I'm on Sundays, I'm like, let's go to Oscars, and it's always closed, and I always forget that. But West Coast Taco Shop on Murfreesboro Pike is open on Sundays if you guys want an Oscars-type experience. Just a tip for you guys. <laughs> uh, but I went to Martin's Barbecue, and I had a few of their wings, which their wings are smoked, delicious goodness. And then I also had a brisket burger, and uh, it's such a good burger. Dude, it's 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 the best. It's, it's hard. It's one of those things. It's so good. Uh, you know, when a restaurant has something on their menu that's so good, it's hard to get anything else. 
Yeah. That's what the, the brisket burger is. It, it's really Martin's. It's really interesting to see what inflation has done uh, for a bur- brisket plate at Martin's. It was over $20. And I'm like, oh, that's very expensive interesting. for a brisket plate. Uh, but the burger was still twelve ninety nine, so it was a really great price. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, Martin's has several locations. And you said you went to which location? The Ellison or Vanderbilt location. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. So uh, uh, if you want some great barbecue all across town, Martin's has you covered. Plenty of places to enjoy it. Um, and uh, now let's head over to Explorers Nashville tip of the day. For Explorers Nashville tip of the day, it looks like it may be raining all throughout the day. It's going to be very sporadic and when cold. the storms are, are coming in. Not looking forward to it. And cold. I, I love this type of weather. Nah. Uh, Radnor Lake would be absolutely <laughs> beautiful today with some of the fall foliage. Now you are change. you are correct with that. Uh, the deep cloud colors. It would make it look really good at Radnor Lake. So if you want to, go to Radnor Lake. But if you want to stay indoors, drive down to Franklin, Tennessee, and visit the factory. The factory is this old oven manufacturing plant that's converted to this incredible destination with coffee shops a bakery all these multiple stores incredible restaurants a barber shop a blacksmith and so many other businesses yeah um a theater uh there's there's coffee ice cream tacos uh a lot of gift shops flower shops record shops guitar shops and the list uh, just keeps going. Yeah, and uh the factory even is going under like is is adding uh, to it. They recently remember had somebody, I believe, buy into the factory yep. and it turn, uh, turn hands. And so I think we're going to see some new things with the factory soon. We have a video on it. We're going to have to make another one now. Yeah. Uh, whenever those changes come in, but this uh, video is a- aged as well. Cause it came out in 2018. Uh, so you can watch it on our YouTube it's channel. Crazy it's how much <laughs> happens in, in, uh, just, just three years. Yeah. It's in our show notes, but I think we're going to have to make a new video of the factory. We also did, I believe this was early on in our podcast. This was about two years ago. We did one or two episodes inside of the factory. <laughs> Uh, talking we about did. the factory. We did. We did. So you can listen to those in our archives. <laughs> uh, for that one, you have to actually head to Nashville Daily uh, Simplecash.com to listen to those episodes. Yeah, you have to you have to be intentional to find that. Uh, but the, the factory is a great place. And if you want to do a little shopping, have a little lunch, uh, maybe shop for a few Tennessee gifts, it's a great place for some holiday gifts or anybody who might want uh, some Tennessee or Nashville themed uh, things. I actually got this mug, I believe. And the factory. I did not plan that. I can't remember. Yeah, I did. But if you're looking for there a you go. cup of coffee to warm <laughs> you up, Honest Roasting uh, Roasters Coffee is fantastic. Yeah. They also have a delicious hot chocolate. They do. So uh, head down to Franklin if you are so inclined and go to the factory and enjoy a nice day there with some shopping and food. That is Explorers Nashville tip of the day.
Today's episode of Nashville Daily is brought to you by Screen Threads. If you're looking for Nashville-themed merchandise, look no further. Our listeners can use the code Nashville Daily to get 10% off their next online order and person visit. You can find them inside of Marathon Village or head to ScreenThreads.com. They are fully set up for Christmas. Their holiday candles are out. And that gnome t-shirt that I've been talking about the last two weeks is officially here. So if you want some holiday-themed candles in your home, head to ScreenThreads.com. Why aren't we wearing a gnome t-shirt? It's coming. <laughs> it's not It's not a t-shirt. It's a long-sleeve t-shirt. Oh, I like that sleeve. more. I like that more. Uh, so I don't want to be cold. We'll, we'll be wearing one in the next week or so. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have to bring a little bit of humor because, uh, you know, Capitol Hill passed a, a few things uh, recently. And so uh, this the is Tennessee Capitol Hill, yeah, the Tennessee Capitol Hill, not not Nashville or, or the, federal the federal government, Tennessee's Capitol Hill. Um, and, and kind of a lot to get through and it's a lot of very detail oriented stuff. And so, uh, we're going to try to get to as much of it as possible. But, uh, like always, we do have a lot more in our show notes for you to read through because obviously we are not going to read through an entire bill here. We are not the legislative body. Well, um, I want to see how many pages this is bill. It's 21 pages. Yeah. Um, which is not terrible. It's not, terrible I don't think at all. not terrible. Um, uh, but that that's not what we do here. Uh, so we're going to try to highlight a few things that were passed at the latest special session um, on Tennessee's Capitol Hill. Um, and this was a special session that has continued from, I believe, this past Wednesday uh, was the start of it. I think I think it finished Saturday morning. Yeah, it finished uh, early in the, in the wee hours of the morning, Saturday morning. And uh, so mainly it was about uh, basically COVID in the state, right? It was about um, uh, pretty much everything COVID related and the, the powers that be and how the, everybody kind of deals with this uh, together. So that includes vaccinations, that includes masks, uh, that includes uh, and vaccination proof of vaccination mandates and, and all this kind of stuff. So quarantine, governor yeah. powers, yes. it, it included a lot. Yeah. So, it, you know, there were, I think we had reported uh, Wednesday morning that there were 78 Wednesday or Thursday morning, 78 bills that were presented uh, and, and went through a first reading on that first special session. And basically everything has bundled itself into one, right? Uh, that passed pretty much pretty uh, pretty much one pretty much well, there was one main focus one but then there was about two or three other bills Small that ones. also passed yeah uh one of those bills was if you're running for a school board you now have to choose a party or that you're affiliated with so either a democrat or a republican party uh another uh bill that passed was the uh the da stuff which is in our show notes you can get into the details in the weeds mm, of that yep. one uh, another one that also passed was limiting the um, executive power or the executive orders from 60 days to 45 days. So there's about four or five laws that passed, and now they're all going to the governor's seat. All right. So um, the bill, uh, let's see, passed the Senate 22 to 4 and the House 64 to 14. Um, and so let's talk about... Um, Let's let's talk about the what what happened in here. And there's kind of a bullet point list on the Tennessean that we're going to refer to. And then we're going to get into some of the details, especially for entertainment venues, which pertains heavily to uh, places like Nashville. 
um, and and to kind of understand what's going on here. Um, so just as a very broad perspective, without going into the details, there's kind of a bullet point list of what is coming from. Uh, I believe this is Bill nine zero zero two. That's uh, according to my research. I believe that that's the same bill. It's talking. Okay, about. great. All right. So uh, we have a few things. Uh, this legislative package, and again, this has not been signed by Lee yet. This has just passed yeah. through the, the House and the Senate, the, the Tennessee General Assembly. Um, all right. So number one, it will it will ban uh, government entities and public schools from requiring masks unless severe conditions arise. It will ban government entities, public schools, and many private businesses from vaccine requirements, but with no exceptions, or but with exceptions, the opposite of what I just said. <laughs> uh, it will require schools to provide N95 masks or similar masks to those in demand. Uh, it will allow for 14-day mask mandates for governments and public schools subject for renewal during during severe conditions uh and that that uh, basically they have a definition for that at least 1000 cases for every 100,000 residents in the past 14 days uh which no count which uh is is not currently uh at that we're not at that levels right now it will require licensing boards to develop a set of rules uh, subject to state government operation committee's approval if they wish to discipline medical professionals for COVID-19 treatments. Uh, allows those who quit their job because of COVID-19 vaccine requirements to collect unemployment benefits, which I believe is one of the only we're one of the only states in the country that may be offering that. Uh, possibly Texas, possibly. but I'm not sure. Uh, allow health care professionals to use independent judgment to prescribe man- monoclonal antibody treatments. Allow the health commissioner executive power to design. Uh, uh, sorry, exclusive power. Exclusive power to design quarantine guidelines. Ban use of public funds for COVID-19 mandates. Require hospitals to allow visitation by at least one family member of a COVID-19 patient as long as a family member tests negative for the disease and remains asymptomatic. Uh, allow those at risk of losing federal funds to issue mask and vaccine mandates and use public funds for mandates if they receive approval from the uh, comptroller's office. Allow the governor to suspend the entire bill if he desires. All right. So let's talk specifically for entertainment venues um, because these, Stuart and I were reading through the articles and, you know, it seems like, uh, honestly, probably a lot of it was rushed uh, to, to get out there for the news. And so, uh, we're going to go straight to the bill to, to read, uh, what is required for, uh, as far as private businesses requiring, uh, vaccine mandates and everything like that, uh, within the state of Tennessee. So this is, uh, from, uh, COVID-19, uh, actually, Stuart, do you want to full screen this and we can put this up on the, uh, I think it's gonna be hard to screen. The HDMI is on the floor. So. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. Just the, have to hear us. Link is read. in the show notes. Just, just yeah. trust us, guys. It's it's a twenty one. No, it's literally a twenty one page bill. It's yeah, in the yeah. show notes. So if you want, if you don't trust us, <laughs> go and read this for yourself. All right. Uh, so this is uh, section fourteen dash two dash one hundred two, part A. A private business, government entity, school, or local education agency shall not compel or otherwise take an adverse action against a person to compel the person to provide proof of vaccination if the person objects to receiving a COVID-19 vaccine for any reason. That essentially bans uh, vaccine mandates from a private business, 
government entity, school, or local education uh, agency. Uh, Part B, allowing a person to uh, voluntarily provide a proof of vaccination or proof of COVID-19 antibodies instead of a a negative COVID-19 test in order to gain admission to a place of entertainment, and that is defined in this uh, in this bill, uh, and that is not a violation of subsection A. So this is a great example, like Bridgestone Arena. So Bridgestone Arena, I just went to a concert there last weekend. Sure. They require either a vaccine, uh, passport, or some type of vaccine, proof of vaccination, or they required a negative COVID test. Uh, I did the negative COVID test, test option. Uh, which was very, very easy. You just pulled up the results on your phone. You show them the results, and they say, oh, you have negative? Okay, let me see your ID to match your name. Okay, you can go in. So it was very easy, but I know uh, getting tested is inconvenient for a lot of people. Well, especially since they've the number of sites that are available are now smaller yeah, than they were during the height of COVID. Yeah, a- absolutely. And uh, there, there's private businesses like CVS and Walgreens that are doing the testing and everything. Sure. Uh, but it can be hard to get tested. So having this type of antibody uh, proof where you've had the antibody testing sure, and showing that is way easier than a negative COVID test. Yes. So you can either do either or. So that way, uh, a lot of the inconvenience of a, of a negative COVID test could be uh, time restraints. Like you have to really do it within a particular window in order to do that task successfully. Yep. Um, and so uh, antibodies, you can, I don't know how long uh, it, it, like they're saying it lasts. Like, for example, um, after I had COVID, I, um, I went to the Red Cross. I gave blood, like, after it was safe to do so to it, because they give uh, an antibody test with when you donate blood. You're able to see if you have the COVID antibody. So, um, that's, that shows up in the Red Cross app for me. Um, and I could use that as a proof of, uh, COVID antibodies or, uh, so there's, I think that's probably the easiest way to, for somebody to get that test done. Um, and, and like I said, I don't know how long they're saying you could use that test for, um, like antibody tests last X amount of time, or you have to renew that every so often, or it's only valid for a year, six months. I'm not sure. Um, but that's a lot easier time-wise to have that than it would be to have a, a negative COVID test and take that for every so often. Yep. Uh, if you go to a, a show a week uh, and, you, and you needed to do that, that's a lot of testing. So uh, that could be something that is, is, uh, that's something that is here in the bill is you don't have to do the COVID-19 test. You can do uh, the uh, antibodies. Uh, and part C for this is that a person is not prohibited. Uh, this is a little bit not exactly entertainment venue wise, this, but this in is, the same this section. More, this is more like services yeah. towards your home. Yeah, service entry, which Nashville is a huge service industry. Yes. Uh, a person is not prohibited from requiring another person to provide proof of vac- vaccination as a condition to entering that person's personal residence for purposes of providing products or services so if like somebody's coming in to clean your house or fix your television right. or repair your uh, air conditioning unit yep yep they are, are not required to show a proof of vaccine so that's uh i mean there's there's tons more to get into the weeds with uh with what what's in this bill but it's in the show notes uh we have one more 
thing that is was we we talked about, I believe, on Thursday, um, and that is in pertainment to uh, to schools, school boards, yeah, and school boards. Uh, we basically it it predicted uh, I believe it was Tennessee and a News Channel Five. Uh, had said that one of the things that was brought to the table is that school boards could now actually have a uh, partisan election yep. for their school board elections, and looks like that's the case. Uh, so the summary of Bill, uh, this is part of, I believe, 9002 as well, uh, but it's uh, the Senate bill is 9003. The House is 9002. Uh, this is a fiscal note, um, and the summary of the bill authorizes an election for school board members to be conducted on a partisan basis and for a person seeking a position on a school board to campaign as the nominee of a political party. And so you would have, I believe, a primary, uh, possibly. Um, and uh, so there's there's a lot of, of smaller details about that. Yep. Uh, but that's with the school board. And then I believe we had, was there, was there one more? There was uh, this bill, uh, 9076, HB 9076. This is going to the governor. Uh, Public health, as introduced, grants governor exclusive jurisdiction to issue orders and directives regarding county health departments during a pandemic. Vest county mayors with authority to issue orders uh, relative to the health and safety of county residents. Vest commissioner of health with exclusive authority uh, to quarantine persons and businesses for purposes of COVID-19. So this is going to the governor's desk for signage. Yeah, and so signage. it looks like it gives us, with with relation to specifically COVID-19, um, it gives a little more power to uh, the state health department. Uh, yeah. Basically, everything rests at the final uh, the final finish line with the state health department. And I think it was in, it was either in this bill or nine zero zero two, uh, where they limited, limited the days of an executive order from 60 days to 45 days. Yes. Uh, so a lot to get through. And, uh, like we said, this is not everything. Uh, that is a, a, a very short summary of what happened, uh, during this special session, and so uh, I, if, if you want to dig deeper into this, we have all the resources uh, that you could read for hours and hours in the show notes. And uh, you, you might let us know. Uh, let us know what you find. And uh, that's, you know, it, it'll be interesting. I, I believe there's no reason that it won't probably pass on Governor Billy's desk. That's why we're bringing it to you. Yep. Uh, because most likely it will. Uh, all right. Tomorrow's episode. There's there's a lot happening in development news. Maybe some lands for sale. We'll talk about it. All right, see you guys. Thanks for listening to Nashville Daily. You can check us out over on Instagram at xplr.nash as well as our YouTube channel, xplr.nash. For Nashville merch, we have you covered as well. Find that at xplr.life. You can also text us at 615-392-1358. And for more exclusive content, head over to nashvilledailypodcast.com. Nashville Daily is produced right here in the great city of Nashville. So if you like what we're doing, please give this podcast a five-star rating and share it with your friends.